My guest was driving her car towards a head-on collision until angels, literally angels, showed up and they held up a sign that said, danger. Can ancient secrets of the supernatural be rediscovered? Do angels exist? Is there life after death? Are healing miracles real? Can you get supernatural help from another dimension? Has the future been written in advance? Sid Roth has spent 30 years researching the strange world of the supernatural. Join Sid on this edition of It's Supernatural. Hello, Sid Roth here. Welcome to my world where it's naturally supernatural. My guest, Ken and Jeannie Harrington. Jeannie, you had, a, was it a vision or a dream of a tsunami coming to the United States of America and Canada? But it wasn't a tsunami in the natural. It was a tsunami in the supernatural. Explain, Jeannie. It was a dream about a big wave of God that's going to move across Canada and the United States and many people are going to come to know God in a powerful way. I was uh, all of a sudden plopped into the ocean and uh, all of a sudden I'm on a surfboard and I look behind me and first of all I'm afraid because I don't surf and this huge wave comes up and it picks me up and it takes me right to the shore. Then it picks me up again, plops me on the wave again, but people are mocking and laughing and I'm turned backwards, but I spin around the right way and go right to the end. And it happens again and again. And I really feel that it's about God's move that's coming, a powerful move that we're not going to make mistakes on. doesn't matter what people think about us, but there's going to be a move that's going to come in and release the glory of God for the salvation of many. And, and you know what? The thing that I love about this vision that Jeannie had is that it wasn't the superstar. Explain. No, it, I'm just an ordinary person and my husband was in the dream and another fellow and we were, we're just ordinary people, but God's gonna use everyone, everyone in the end. He wants to have all of us reach out to our neighbors, to our loved ones, to tell about God. Now, Hen, tell me about the supernatural visitation you had where for 45 minutes you were downloaded the information of your book, Shift, Moving from the Natural to the Supernatural. I was working in a construction camp in northern Alberta and about 10 o'clock at night I was just ready to go to bed and suddenly the Holy Spirit just started to uh, bring words up into my mind and, and, and I, I got up real quick and I started to write down and I realized as I was writing, I was actually getting chapters of a book. And I get the chapter, I get the outline, I got everything I needed in 45 minutes. I was writing as fast as I could just to keep up. And, and I had never written a book before. I wasn't ready to be published. I didn't, I didn't understand what was going on, but I knew I had to finish this off. So once the download was done, then I just fleshed it out and there's but, the book. But I believe the revelation that you have is so important. Uh, I, I have to tell you, I read a lot of books. I interview a lot of people, but I believe because of the revelation that Jeannie had of the tsunami coming, and that God wants to use everyone in the supernatural is why you got this revelation. What is the passion of this revelation? What is God trying to show people? He wants us to 
shift the way we think. We've been so used to functioning in the natural realm and our reasoning has been molded by our, the events in our life. But what God wants to do is says there's, there's another realm, there's, there's another way of thinking. And the emphasis of the book is to shift that thinking so that we actually can step into see things the way God sees things and that will allow us then to do the things that God does. Well, you see, in the 1940s, there was a great move of God's Spirit in these tent uh, revivalists with great miracles were all over, but most of them fell. They had the miracles, but they hadn't developed the character. They hadn't developed the servanthood. And I don't hear enough teaching about this anymore. I, this is what I'm getting. I, I have to tell you, I'm getting under such conviction uh, when I start to feel angry over something. I have to check myself out. What is the source of that anger? Is it that little pimple that I'm looking at or is there something deeper? Like, for instance, the time that you uh, got upset with Jeannie uh, because she wanted you to, uh, <clears throat> she's, you're what, five foot what? One or two. <laughs> Five foot one or two. Uh, and, and you can't reach the top shelf. No. So what's wrong with asking your husband to reach the top shelf? <laughs> <laughs> what was wrong was I had a wrong thinking in my brain. That we end, we end up forming judgments that, that really lock us into a thinking pattern. It's, it's like a rut in the road and you drop a, a tire in the, in the rut and you actually can't get out of that rut if it's deep enough. Well, our thought patterns are like that too. We develop ruts and neural pathways, however you want to say it. And I had developed one over the years uh, that came to fruit in my wife. It actually started with my mother. <clears throat> and when I, when I found myself reacting, kind of mumbling under my voice, you know, kind of leave me alone uh, to her when, when she asked me to reach something, I thought, well, there's something wrong here. And so we started to pray and, and, and say, God, show us what was wrong. And, and he brought me back to my mother at the same age that Jeannie was. And I saw myself, I'd be about 15 or 16. And I watched my father sit down after uh, coming a long day in the fields, working on the farm. And uh, she was trying to be relational, get him to uh, interact with him. He was sort of an isolated uh, type of a, a gentleman. And, uh, he was watching TV, kind of half falling asleep, and she'd call him, Bob, come up and get this. And he'd get up and, and go do it. And then he'd sit down, and five minutes later, oh, Bob, come and get this. And, and I, I remember the thought coming into my head, leave him alone, you're gonna kill him. Well, <laughs> the, the, it's crazy, but most of our judgments actually are kind of goofy. And, and that's <laughs> what I found out, that, that they really, you see, here's the thing. It's these judgments are not in line with the spiritual truth book, the Bible. And when they're not in line, they're crazy. Yes. Most judgments are crazy. Yeah. And so this judgment I had, well, women, uh, men are supposed to be the stronger one, the women are the weaker vessel, the Bible says, but women outlive us 10 years. Well, what happens? Well, they get us to do all the work and it kills us. <laughs> and that judgment then manifested itself when Jeannie reached my mom's age of when I made it. It only took a matter of, of uh, a day or two uh, of once we identified it, praying it, and all that went away. Jeannie, what difference did it make to you when it, he changed? It made an immediate difference because he then started opening the car doors, taking my coat, um, reaching for things. As soon as he broke it, but he had to repent of his sin. 
Well, that's that's what's so amazing. Uh, you are, are a prototype of someone that has had experience after experience of changing your thinking. And why is the thinking important to be changed? Because you need a new wineskin yes. to contain the glory yes. of the tsunami wave of God's Spirit. Now, God showed you your own heart. Here you're a believer in the Messiah, you love God with all of your heart, but what did He show you about your heart? My heart's deceitfully wicked. Uh, at one time, I, God started to reveal my heart to me, and I cried for two weeks straight. And I taught Sunday school. I was active in the church. I loved God with all my heart. And one day I cried for six hours straight when I saw how deceitfully wicked my heart was. Now, Ken, when she was crying, could you understand it when she said, my heart is deceitful? Uh, no, <laughs> not so much at the time, but she reminded me that your turn will come, <laughs> and, and it did. I, I'm going to tell you something. God is preparing us, and I'm so excited. He's preparing us for visitations of angels. We'll talk about an angel. Don't go away, a real angel. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural! Last year, God told me to host a supernatural tour to Israel. I invited Israeli and American friends who move in the miraculous to join us. The tour was such a spiritual highlight, we're going to do another one this year in Jerusalem. Our Israeli adventure is over the Thanksgiving holiday, so you would not have to take as much vacation time from work. And we've purposely kept this top quality tour under $3,000, and that includes all taxes and tips. Let me show you the most amazing country on earth and see this incredible land through the eyes of Jewish believers in Jesus. Call now for a free brochure at 1-800-959-1062 or visit our website at SidRoth.org. Please specify the Sid Roth Israel Tour when you call. Come experience God's presence like never before. We now return to It's Supernatural! Hello, Sid Roth here with Ken and Jeannie Harrington. And some of these principles that are kingdom principles, uh, Ken, are, uh, they're, they're hard. For instance, you said that if someone is 1% right, and I'm 99% right. Well, I should not have to repent to them. I shouldn't have to say I'm sorry. But a kingdom principle is you humble yourself. But that's very hard to do, Ken. Right, but the humbling is designed not to make you lower, but it's actually to bring you to a higher place. That Jesus said that if you're going to a point of law, so deciding who's right and who's wrong, <clears throat> that if the accuser accuses you, what are you supposed to do? You're supposed to agree with him. So for even for that 1%, because if I go to law and says, no, I'm 99% right, Jesus, Jesus said that if, you, if he gets you, if the accuser gets you to the judge, he says, you will be found guilty and you'll be put in prison. I thought, well, why? Well, the principle is, yeah, I may be 99% right here, but I am the 1% wrong, and he gets to get me. The, 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 the law is made up of 10 links. There's only one law, 10 links. All I have to do, if I'm, if I'm wrong in one, I'm wrong in them all. 
So I will, I will come under uh, really a, a judgment in that sense. What I need to do is I need to agree, uh, apply, uh, uh, ask God to forgive me, apply the forgiveness, and say, yes, I'm wrong, but it doesn't matter. But if I try to justify myself, now I'm guilty. You, you know what it does, though? It gives you such freedom, such power, when you can walk in that type of supernatural humility. Uh, Ken and Jeannie, you were counseling a couple. Give me a real-life illustration. Well, we had a couple of uh, couples. All of a sudden, their marriages blew up. And so we were trying to help them, and one day we had um, two families in our house, and we were babysitting and feeding and looking and trying to manage uh, all the damage that Counseling the enemy... in two different rooms yeah, at the same time. <laughs> all the uh, damage the enemy had done, and we allowed one of the wives to really express herself to her husband, the anger she felt. And I told her to take a pillow and just give him a whap. <laughs> and uh, the husband took great offense to it and uh, said that we were very poor counselors and the other one had situations with adultery, uh, another family. And we started getting attacked on our counseling methods and what was going on and we couldn't justify ourselves and I had to repent for what I did do. We couldn't justify because we couldn't expose what we, we were dealing no. with. Hmm. And, and then in the end everything settled out and uh, the people became very good friends of ours and a strong connection and bond has been and their families, their marriages are all intact. So it was, it's worthwhile. So because you followed a kingdom principle, the, their marriage was intact, your friendship yes. was intact. I like these kingdom principles. Yes. They work. <laughs> now, Angel, tell me about the angel. Um, I was driving home through the mountains, and through the forest, in the park in northern Alberta and on the way I was listening to Bible tapes looked out my window and saw two large beings looked like hitchhikers but they were sort of translucent there was something really different and they had a great big sign that said danger but immediately the tape I was listening to quoted Psalms 103:20 that says the angels are there to perform the Word of God so I thought danger I'd better invite them in. So I invited them in and I just felt this presence come into the car and this big tankard truck, double trailered, brand new shiny, came and passed me on the road. Now there were very few cars on the road, very remote place and we were driving along and he turned off to Highway 22 where I was supposed to turn off and all of a sudden I felt like, well let's stop at the rest area and take the little dog for a walk. And then, well, let's go into the next town and gas up, even though we didn't need gas. Let's have a soda. And then we came back to go on Highway 22. And I am remembering danger. I haven't seen any danger. So I start quoting Psalms 39, that God would protect, and the pit, the net of destruction that the enemy's planned for us, that it will reverse on his head. So as I'm driving along Highway 22, we'd left sunshine, all of a sudden, a torrential rainstorm. And I'm thinking, oh, the enemy's got a plan. So I slowed down, just kept praying, praying. All of a sudden, I see all the flashing lights. The emergency trucks are there. That tanker truck tipped over across the highway, rolled. Had we been following him like we were supposed to do, we would have been totally in an accident. So we could rejoice that God 
helped us, warned us, told us there was danger and prevented the accident. I have to believe that God gave you that warning because he wanted mm -hmm. to keep you alive. Mm -hmm. I happen to believe he wanted to keep them alive because of some of the supernatural kingdom principles you're going to learn. Be right back after this word. We'll be right back to It's Supernatural! Jesus cast out demons, healed the sick, raised the dead, calmed the storm, fed the multitudes with five loaves and two fishes, and even walked on water. Jesus told his disciples, He who believes in me, greater miracles than these shall he do. Are you wondering, when will I see these miracles? Ken and Jeannie Harrington have found the keys to unlock the supernatural of God in your life. Call now to get your copy of Ken and Jeannie Harrington's brand new book, Shift, Moving from the Natural to the Supernatural. It's yours for a donation of $18. Ask for offer number one. Shipping and handling is included. This book is a supernatural tool that will help you achieve your God-given destiny. Through this book, you will learn how to walk in love and compassion, the character of Jesus. Find out how to operate in faith when faced with adversity. Learn why the power of repentance is the key to walking under an open heaven. Learn how to use your brokenness to bring healing, your former poverty to bring wealth, your former sickness to bring healing to others, and so much more. This book includes supernatural prayers at the end of each chapter to help you walk in the the character of God and operate in a new level of the supernatural. Don't miss out on getting your copy of Ken and Jeannie Harrington's brand new book, Shift, Moving from the Natural to the Supernatural. For a donation of $18, ask for offer number 1278. Shipping and handling is included. Call or you can write to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. Post Office Box 1918, Brunswick, Georgia 31521. Please specify offer number 1278 or you can log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. We now return to It's Supernatural! Hello, Sid Roth here with Ken and Jeannie Harrington. And you know, in the times we're living in, people are losing jobs or they're being downgraded or demoted. Uh, and God works with you on understanding kingdom principles through job situations. Tell me about the Randy story. I had. Uh been working for this uh, young fellow that was not as experienced as I was, but he ended up being my foreman. And our job was running down. I got a call to go work at work at a mine and to bring somebody with me. So I, I decided I'm going to bring Randy along. And uh, we drove out together, filled out the application form. I handed mine in. He handed his in. And then the secretary, in the process of just assigning our uh, ID numbers gave him a lower number, which didn't mean anything to me, except he now had seniority over me, even though I was the one that had brought him along. Well, there was a, something happened at, at, the, at the job that they, they needed to try and deal with a few things, and it was going to result in, in some layoffs, and so Randy got laid off. But because he had seniority, he bumped me even though I had gotten him the job. But that's not fair. <laughs> well, it's not fair, no, and, and I, was, uh, I, was, I was upset. But in the process, we decided we'd start a company. Well, that company has produced in the last 20 years between three and four million dollars. And uh, so uh, even though uh, it was not something good that happened, God turned it to good, and this is this is the but, idea. But how did, how did you react when that occurred? Well, I I, I was I was upset uh, originally, but then I started to see the hand of God in it, 
And uh, I actually ended up going back to work for them. They rehired me in about four months. Uh, and then we got laid off again. The, the two of us this time, they eliminated our, our job. And I felt actually to take Randy with me on another job where he was working How for me. How could you do that? He, he, he just took your place. <laughs> because God told me to. <laughs> and so I, I have to say there was something more he wanted to work out. Well, what happened was he hadn't changed. And he stabbed me in the back again, and, <laughs> and uh, I really lost, the, uh, I lost my standing in this particular company. But what God was actually doing for me was he was allowing Randy to work out uh, something in me, which was my independence and, and my doing it my way, where I actually had to start to trust God that even when all these bad things go wrong, uh, he's in control. Don't worry about it. And the, the end was that uh, I was able to actually witness to him at one time, and because he knew he had hurt me so many times, he, would, he was able to listen and respond. Did he receive the Lord? Uh, yes, he did. I don't say he w walked out really great, but he actually did make a confession. But the difference is that you flowed with the Spirit of God rather than being a hardhead by using kingdom principles. Right. Part of the kingdom principle is you don't have to protect yourself. That's God's job. Okay, Jeannie, you have prayed for at least five people with tumors that they've disappeared. Tell me about that. Um, one year, five people were diagnosed with brain tumors in our church body. And I would pray for them. And as soon as I laid hands, I believed that they were healed, totally healed. There was no brain tumor. One of them is Lyle Zutz, and he sent in just recently an email, and he had been diagnosed with a brain tumor, and he had it on the pituitary gland, and he was scheduled for an operation. They could see it. And I met him in the hallway, and I said, I don't believe you have a tumor. And he said, but the doctor said, I said, I don't believe you have a tumor. And I prayed for him, and there was no tumor when he went back. And so I believe sometimes God uh, sets us up Will we believe him or will we believe the doctor or what we see? And it, we've got to move into this higher realm. We've got to move into the supernatural and start believing God's word. And I believe there's people out there that have been diagnosed with diseases and God wants to heal you. He wants to touch you. He wants to set you free from that disease. The interesting thing about what Jeannie is saying, she's not saying they weren't sick. She's not denying that. But Jesus said in the scriptures, by his stripes, you were healed. So the healing is the truth. The sickness is the facts. But the facts aren't always the truth. If I can give you an example of this table, is it real? Well, yes, of course it's real. But what was it 100 years ago? A it tree. Was, yeah. And what's it going to be in another 100 years? Soil. <laughs> right. It, it'll turn into something else. So even though at this slice of time... It is really a table. Uh, it, is, it is something that's in transition. The Bible says that the eternal things never change. So we have a sickness that is a fact at this slice of time. We have a healing, which is the truth. What we need to do is to be able to transition the sickness into the truth. Jesus says, I am the truth. He never changes. So if he says you're healed, it doesn't matter what the facts say, that, that you can, if you can shift your way of thinking into agreeing with him, you can bring that truth to overcome the facts. 
and I see some somebody out there right now. You've been flipping through the stations and you think you're here by accident. You are here by the destiny of God. This is your appointed time. You've been having problems with your left knee and right now the Holy Spirit is touching you and healing it. There's someone out there that's really depressed. You, you feel like, is it ever going to change for me? I can't take my life anymore. It will change. God loves you. He loves you so much. He sent his son for you. And he is going to cause change to come into your life. And God says, I am for you, not against you. I have plans for your life. And there's someone that's had severe headaches. You've had migraines. Right now, they're going. Right now, they're going in Jesus' name. You know what I noticed? I, I, I'm an observer of the Holy Spirit. The moment you started praying, there was a tangible presence of God. And isn't it true that if you have the tangible presence of God and the Word of God, that it's like a chemical equation? It just it, it materializes. It's the truth. That's yes. what you were talking yes. about, Ken. It's the truth. And I'm going to tell you the truth right now. Here, here is the truth. You do not need an angel to show up in front of you with a big sign saying danger. All you need is the truth. And Jesus said, I am the way, the life, and the truth. No man can come to the Father except through the Son. If you will rep oh, someone's headache has just lifted in Jesus' name. In fact, in the head, whatever you need in the head area right now, hearing ears open, deaf spirits leave, eyesight be restored, back be restored, make, here's the truth. Tell Jesus you're sorry for your mistakes. Believe the blood of Jesus washes them away. And then say, Jesus, I make you my Lord. Live inside of me and start living in the truth. Don't live in something that'll be a hundred years from now, won't even exist. Stick with the truth. I like that, don't you? Jesus cast out demons, healed the sick, raised the dead, calmed the storm, fed the multitudes with five loaves and two fishes, and even walked on water. Jesus told his disciples, He who believes in me, greater miracles than these shall he do. Are you wondering, when will I see these miracles? Ken and Jeannie Harrington have found the keys to unlock the supernatural of God in your life. Call now to get your copy of Ken and Jeannie Harrington's brand new book, Shift, Moving from the Natural to the Supernatural. It's yours for a donation of $18. Ask for offer number one two. Shipping and handling is included. This book is a supernatural tool that will help you achieve your God-given destiny. Through this book, you will learn how to walk in love and compassion, the character of Jesus. Find out how to operate in faith when faced with adversity. Learn why the power of repentance is the key to walking under an open heaven. Learn how to use your brokenness to bring healing, your former poverty to bring wealth, your former sickness to bring healing to others, and so much more. This book includes supernatural prayers at the end of each chapter to help you walk in 
the character of God and operate in a new level of the supernatural. Don't miss out on getting your copy of Ken and Jeannie Harrington's brand new book, Shift, Moving from the Natural to the Supernatural. For a donation of $18, ask for offer number 1278. Shipping and handling is included. Call or you can write to Sid Roth. It's Supernatural. Post Office Box 1918, Brunswick, Georgia 31521. Please specify offer number 1278 or you can log on to SidRoth.org. Call or write today. Next week on It's Supernatural, my guest was taught by God the keys to accelerate supernatural healings. Many are now physically and emotionally healed when she teaches on the King Killer. <laughs>